A lot of it has to do with me going to the gym. I I have to say this, I guess, my priority is to go to the gym every day. Sometimes, you know, things come up, but I know it changes me mentally. It changes me physically and emotionally. Getting into the gym is like therapy session. I kid you not, I forget about everything that's going on. Everything. When you walk into this place, you will come out a different person, but in a positive way. It's time to lead the way with your host, Saul Chavez. We are on a mission to transform your health and life through coaching. If you want to learn more about losing fat, building lean muscle, and becoming more healthy, you came to the right place. Let us show you how to reach your fitness goals once and for all. We aren't going to just show you the way. We are going to lead the way. What's going on, everybody? It's Coach Sal, and this is the Lead the Way Fitness Podcast, where we bring everyday people to you, telling their everyday story on how life has been impacted through fitness. So I want to introduce to you a good friend of mine. Her name is Sheila. Sheila, say hi to the world. Hi, everybody. Hi, Sal. Sheila, when did you join the gym? I actually joined January of 2018. In November of this year, I will have been there for five years. So Sheila has definitely been there for five years. Uh, she's seen us go through all the changes that we have gone through. So this is going to be a really cool one, guys. And Sheila has a very interesting story, team. So definitely listen up to what she has to say, her experiences, how she's overcome them, and where she's at currently. All right, so let's start. So Sheila, first, where are you from? Where did you grow up at? So I am originally from Mexico City. I grew up there until I was eight years old. Wow. And then I was brought here to the United States. Well, we were coming here, you know, on vacations with my parents. And all of a sudden, my parents said, okay, let's, you know, let's just move countries and stay there. You know, nothing. Just let's just move countries. And we <laughs> stayed here. And I grew up in the lovely city of Monrovia. You're one of those few people that actually vacationed in the United States. Never went back. Okay, rock and roll. And so, and so you've been in Monrovia since? And I've been in Monrovia ever since, two, uh, no, 1989. <laughs> Not 2000, 1989. <laughs> growing up, I mean, especially coming from a whole different culture, I mean, literally culturally growing up different in your first eight years of life, what was it like in terms of, like, were your parents health conscientious? What was the food dynamic like? What did they stress on you when it came to nutrition or food intake? That was a difficult one. So I grew up, I guess you want to say the first five years with my grandma. My grandma, you know, she cooked every day for us. She did the meals for us. I mean, I'm telling you, cooked from scratch, everything. So that was nice until I had to move to the United States. I moved to the United States and my mom never cooked. Oh. My mom never, she, I, I think the only thing she learned here in the United States was to open up cans. And she thought it was a lovely thing, but not for us. I grew up big all my life. We didn't go to restaurants, but it was, it was mostly, mostly like, oh, you know, let's just grab some bread and ham. And there you go. Opening up cans of whatever was in the pantry. It was never like a, like a meal. There was no nutrition. There was nobody that I could see you know cooking or you know nothing that I could learn from later my grandma came and she started cooking for us and that's how I learned how to cook and I mean at that time I was already what 
old enough to cook by myself. I was, what, 16, 17. And uh, I learned from her, but she did have a job. So she wasn't cooking for us all the time, only when she was off. So from there, I'm the oldest granddaughter. So guess what? I had to cook for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how I learned how to cook basic stuff, basic Mexican stuff. Nutritious? No, not nutritious. But it was what I learned how to cook. Well, well, let me let me ask you specifically. So there's a couple of things you said that I really want to point out. One is having to eat canned foods and like I said, slapping sandwiches together. I'm sure it's like something like Wonder Bread and, you know, ham, your your Oscar Mayer ham. None of that stuff is, you know, nutritious. It's, it's actually very, very porous. But having that mentality, that mindset of, you know, slap it together. A lot of people think that we just you got to find ways to win. It's good to eat. It's definitely good to eat. But better there are better food choices obviously you you saw that but when you say that you had to cook and it wasn't nutritious well what were you cooking see well my, my grandma you know would, would cook us Mexican food everything was fried you uh, know like rice and fried uh beans and fried tortillas and fried chicken you know everything was just not nutritious and you know Mexicans sit down and have three or four tortillas yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and then you fry them. So that is not nutritious at all. She cooks mole. She cooks all the exquisite stuff from Mexico. You know, so it, it was just impossible to eat healthy. No veggies. No, <laughs> no, no. If there was, it was fried. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In a can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is worse? I know, right? Which one is worse? That's the crazy thing about it. Because there is a lot of value in rice. There's a lot of value in the beefs. There's a lot of value in a lot of different things. But when you start frying everything and, and adding all that extra grease and adding lard, it's not so much that you're losing nutritional value, but you're now, you know, you're gaining a lot of unhealthy things, a lot of cholesterol, fat, grease, things that, that could weigh you down, add weight to you. When rice is already a power food, right? Beans is already a power food, meaning you're going to get a lot of nutrition and you can gain some fat off of it. So you don't want to start adding the grease and the fries. So uh, point being is you can actually make a great Mexican dish without deep frying everything, without frying everything. And that's, I hope that, uh, I know Sheila's learned that. So I I want to point that out to everybody else because we've had these conversations before. Okay. Awesome. So Sheila, how many siblings do you have? One sister. Your sister. Okay. And your sister has come and trained with us before. Uh, Yes. Yeah. So we definitely miss you. You got to get back. I know you're doing your thing. I see it from time to time uh, uh, on Myrtle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. She knows. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Rock and roll. Okay. And then Sheila, you have two two children. You have G and Gracie. So how how old are they? Uh, Gracie's 17. She's about to be 18. Uh, the end of this month and my son just turned 15 in May he's playing football for Monrovia High yes yeah I'm excited for him he he seems excited that's pretty cool and Gracie just graduated right or is it just graduated graduated. no she just graduated in May and she started college this August as well and they have both been at lead the way and you know because of what you taught my son is the, the reason why he's so good on his positions and on his lifting weights and 
because the coaches have told him he has great form and that's all because of you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Working with G and working with Gracie, I always feel extra blessed when a person is willing to bring their family to come train with us because that, that shows an, an enormous amount of trust an enormous amount of respect. And so I definitely, I'm always humbled. And so Sheila, thank, thank you. I, I definitely appreciate that. And I won't let you down, I promise. Oh, thank you, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you join the gym? Why did you start working out? What was your, I mean, I heard you said you got, you, you went into a septic shock at one point. So what was going on with your life? Okay, so uh, the reason why I joined the gym was because it was, I don't know why I don't like going to normal gyms, like, you know, the 24 hour fitness or any other gym. I just don't like to go to those gyms. Hmm. Um, I think it's because intimidation from one reason or another. I don't know. Uh, hmm. There's a lot of people. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. And I found this page on, on Facebook and I met with Dustin and the reason why I said yes and I joined the gym was because it was a female trainer. Mm. Was it Jessica? <laughs> Jessica it was Jessica. Yes. <laughs> Shout out yes. to Jess. I know you out there, girl, still doing it. Yes. And I was excited. It was a female. It was mostly females. It was, you know, nice and small. And I was actually very excited. And I joined because it was a female trainer. The second part was because I needed to get into some type of physical activity. I don't run. I don't like running. I did swim for high school and college. I was a butterflyer. Oh, wow. In, in, in college and in high school. Yeah, the, hard. the hardest the hardest stroke. That's hard. <laughs> That's a lot yes. of energy right there. Yes. So I know I have it in me somewhere, but I do. I saw this boot camp type of thing that I, you know, I saw and I said, ah, oh, you know, I'll just give it a shot. Little did I know I was going to fall in love with it. I, I started not even lifting a five pound dumbbell. Like I did not know how, you know, how it worked. I didn't know how to do uh, sit-ups. Mm. I couldn't do a sit-up. Mm. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't do a lot of things. So I started um, not intimidated, but kind of like, this is going to be hard. It's going to be tough. And it sure did. Then later, I'm diabetic. Okay. And um, the reason why I needed to get into some physical stuff is because I I needed to get my numbers down. Hmm. And later, a few months later, I went into a separate shock. I had a 50% chance of surviving. Wow. And wow. a 50% chance, you know, made it. It was, I was at the hospital for six days. It was a near-death experience. I have to tell you that. I would um, say, yeah, 50-50, that's big. Yeah. And I, I want to say the hardest part was to see my mom, um, you know, across the, the room for me and mm. see her face. I, I think that was one of the hardest parts. And I said, I'm not going to put my mom through this anymore. So from then on, I've been pretty consistent. <laughs> At the gym. I would say so, yeah. I would say so, absolutely. So you're diabetic, well, you are diabetic, and so mm -hmm. you joined back in January 2017. For some reason, you felt comfortable enough, because like you said, at 
you know, the big box gyms, you were intimidated and you didn't, you know, there's a lot of things going on and you just didn't understand or know what to do. But for some reason you came to us and that went away. And it sounds like you, you felt the trust, you felt confident that this place, our place would be able to help you through things, not knowing anything, but even then you still didn't really change too much. It sounds like, cause you still went into that situation with going into septic shock because of your, um, because your blood sugar, I'm assuming. It was, it was, uh, we don't know exactly how it started. We, the doctors assumed it was because of a, a kidney infection. And that mm. just kind of like, you know, it went all over the place. But uh, thank God I'm here. And I, I'm at the gym because of my numbers. The gym keep, keeps my numbers nice and low. So, <laughs> you know, of course, it's, it's the, the, the food that you take and all that stuff. So, I know what, what to do. I know what to eat. And the gym just kind of like helps me out on all of that stuff. You know, I, I, I've been pretty lucky, I got to say. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm glad you made it through. I'm definitely glad you made it through. I got a friend out of it. So now when you say we help you with that, was it meal guides? Was it the coaching, the nutrition? Like what exactly has helped you start to realize, understand what is good for you? What is it? What you should stay away from? What you shouldn't? What matters? Like, talk a little bit about that if you can. Sure. Um, okay. So definitely, um, you know, I'm not one that follows the, the meal plans or anything like that. Um, but I've done a, a couple of challenges with you guys. Hmm. And last year, I did that, that six-week challenge um, where there was no sugar, no carbs, and no dairy. A little black dress. Boy, yes. And that challenge, um, and I gotta say this, I did it on a broken foot. I remember. Um, That challenge, the no sugar was tough. But man, till this day, it's been almost a year later, sugar just doesn't, I mean, I don't crave chocolate. I, you know, things that are sweet, I just can't eat them anymore like i i just can't i i want to say i i cut the sugar for a good four or five weeks the dairy no problem but the sugar i said i mean there's sugar in everything 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 everything. ketchup (laughs) ketchup has like 23 sugars (laughs) yes so i mean you know it was everything veggies and, and no dressings no nothing so that helped me out a lot and i know i know it's not the sugar that causes your diabetes but sugar has a lot to do with your numbers when you're diabetic exactly Exactly. so that is one of the things like i never gave my kids soda till this day my son is 50 years old does not like soda does not touch soda. that's a huge win that is a huge win there's yes. not a lot of parents can say that. <laughs> there isn't a lot of parents that can say that. <laughs> no, no. And juices, we don't drink juices because we know they're all sugar. Mm. My son, I kid you not, my son has a big old thing that he got for his football practice and drinks water like a camel. Oh my God. <laughs> he water. Man, that's all he drinks. But he's, you know, and I, I like about that, that he... You know, he's drinking nothing but water. He drinks Gatorade, you know, but every, like when he, um, he needs his electrolytes. 
So I, I, I tell him, you know, just drink one or two and that's it. But his go-to drink is water, you know? Wow. So, I mean, that's one of the things that I'm thankful for because sugar is so addictive. Well, I, I mean, speaking of the, of the little black dress challenge, I love that, that plan we put together. It's the, it's the elimination diet and we used it two different ways. We use it as a true elimination or as a whole 30 diet, you could use either or. And so that's what we put people through for little black dress, which is coming back up here in a couple of weeks. So we're excited about that. That's always a fun time. You're, you're right. Cause once you go through that time frame and where you're denying yourself, these things, you start to recognize two things is one is that you don't, it was all mental. You don't need these things. You really don't. Once you deny yourself a good, this is six weeks worth. Once you deny yourself, you start recognizing, Hey, that was all mental. Like that was just literally mental. And two is how you feel when you actually reintroduce it. A lot of people get disgusted. Like if it feels like a drain, a sap on the body. And so I love that it's really impacted you in that way. And that she was, she did. Sheila trained with me in one of my semi-privates for a, almost a year and not unaware that she had a broken foot. Like she was just deadlifting, squatting, working it, and just taking the pinch. So you gotta understand how tough Sheila is because she never told me. She was like, ah, I'm good. And then all like out of nowhere, it was like, hey, something's wrong with my foot. I need to go get checked out to a doctor. About a week later, eh, my foot's broken in like 20 different places. I was like, what? What? So she sucked it up and went through it all, finished the challenge. She took your time off as you needed to. It was smart. But here's a funny thing is that when Sheila was off, you know, she took, we put her uh, membership on hold. She got surgery on her foot. She took care of that. And I'll tell you guys, every month she would check in with me and she'd be like, I, I miss you guys. I I'm ready to come back. I'm ready to come back to the point where as, as, as you can tell, I started revving up I'm a few weeks away. I'm a few weeks away. I mean, literally, it was like a countdown. And so that's when you know, that's when you know your life has changed and your mindset has changed when you're itching to get back into the gym and start working out again. So that, to me, it again, it brought a smile to my face throughout that whole time. What exactly about the gym did you miss when you were, when you were out? Man, everything, everything. Starting with the coaches. I mean, I love you guys. Like, you have no idea. You guys... <laughs> change my whole life um in the you know at the gym and outside of the gym you guys are awesome and then i've met a lot of great people at the gym yeah. a lot a lot not all of them are from Monrovia, but i you know i've met a lot of people and i've seen a lot of familiar faces some of them i swung with um, oh, robin robin i swung with her in high school robin chica Robin oh wow she's on my podcast too that's funny that's that's okay. yes i listened to it last week and um i did swim with her she i, I believe she's a year or two younger than i am but okay. we were you know we were battling it and we were league champs yes that's awesome so that's a that's a you know history right there and then the few people that i that i have had a really close relationship with their you know they they become my friends and it's, it's, you know, that part has changed me. Uh, meeting a lot of people that we are all struggling in different ways, you know, but we're there for the same reason, you know, to get healthy, to 
change something in our body. And of course, the nutrition, when you take it serious, and believe me, I'm taking it serious because next week I started, um, I ordered my food with Sam. So I'm starting, you know, to get ready for the little black dress. Let's rock and roll. roll. That's actually, um, that meal prep is going to come super in handy for little black dress because the way that they make their food is exactly how we want it for that elimination diet. So that's good for you. Good, good choice. Getting ready already. Let's go. Yeah. So getting ready for that. And of course, changing my kids' lives as an example, you know, because last year I was in the lift weight, uh, lift weight competition. That's right. That was something I have never in a million years would have think I would do. You know, it was really fun training. I can't wait to get back to training. Not for lifting anyway, but just for me, you know. Yeah. Um, that was fun. I got to, well, actually, you helped me to get uh, 230 squatting, yeah. 225, no, On 235 deadlift. deadlift. Yes. I remember. And, yeah, that was fun. On a broken foot. How fun was that? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Right? That is crazy. I, I love that. Uh, the powerlifting competition is coming up again here in a couple of weeks as well. And so this, we're full circle here, Sheila. That's that's such a trip. It's a good time to talk. We are full yes. circle. So in that time frame, you guys got to hear this. Okay. In that time frame, Sheila started training with me I, uh, in my semi-private. I think it was January, December of 2020. And then... For any equipment. Yeah, that's right. That's right, right? <laughs> and then so January, December... Uh, 2020 or 2021 and then we trained pretty pretty much the entire spring and into the summer we did the powerlifting competition she rocked it i mean it was awesome that event that was the first one i had ever participated in coach christian shout out to the man he put it all together uh he's a wizard at that he's doing it again this time and then seeing everybody bring their family out and i i remember g and Gracie being there, and they were really, they were super proud of you, and <laughs> you could see it in their face, like, they were like, holy crap, like, this is what my mom is doing, so you're definitely an example to them, and you could see it, you could see it in the way they do things, uh, Sheila, so you're an awesome mom at that point, and then you did a little black dress, and, and the elimination diet, and you've been successful in so many different things, I want to go back to what you were talking about with the diabetes in regards to how you were saying, you know, it's not the sugar that's the issue, but it does, it's, it's what causes a problem though. So you're right, it's, it's fat buildup. It's fat buildup in your arteries that doesn't allow your arteries to disperse the sugar properly. And so then your sugar goes out of control and then your insulin goes out of control and that becomes unbalanced. So you're right. And I don't think a lot of people understand that because they're just scared of carbs, 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 carbs. Yeah. And and you're right. There's sugar in almost everything. Well, the reality of it is there's sugar in practically everything because sugar itself is just another term for carbohydrate. It's the same thing. And so mm-hmm. when you eat carb and your body needs those things, but it's a matter of how clean you eat, how often you eat clean, where you're, that fat plaque buildup doesn't get into the arteries and you are able to handle the sugar uh, better. And this is, of course, for type 2 diabetes. Type 1 is a completely different thing. Right. But have you been able to get off your medications? Are you on medication still? Or where are you, where, where are you at? I know you said you keep your numbers low. Yes, I have been uh, taken off one medication because my, my sugar was dropping way too much. Hmm. I mean, way too much means 
I was getting up with a 34, 46 blood sugar. Wow. Mind you, a normal blood sugar is between yeah. 90 and 120. Yeah. And um, I've had a few scares, so I got taken off on medication because of that. Of that mm. reason, you know, my my numbers was, were just dropping way too much and way too often too. So adjustments had to be done, and I got off that medication. Um, I still have to take the other two just to prevent because of my kidney infection. Mm. It's a blood, blood pressure medication, but it's used to uh, kind of like protect the kidneys, and it's very low dosage, two point five. Okay. Two point five, just to protect the kidneys so that you know no no infections come along. But other than that, I mean, I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have cholesterol. I don't have none of that stuff because you know I I, I try to eat as healthy as possible. That's what I'm talking about. You know, so yeah. So what's your next goal, Sheila? I know you said you're you're eyeing little black dress. What are you working towards? You you're eyeing to get back into the. So Sheila currently is only doing our boot camp program, which even our boot camp program, I at times it's it's a variation of boot camp and just straight up strength training. But that's you know that's a thirty minute long session. You've been doing that since you've been back, getting back onto the horse, doing the things that you're supposed to be doing. I heard you say you're eyeing getting back into like serious weight training, and you're you want the little black dress. What are you shooting for? What are you aiming for? I really want to get my percentage lower, my fat percentage. Okay. I believe I got it down to 30 last year. And I did it during the, the whole, you know. And I mean, getting back to, to it or maybe even lower, maybe like a, even a 27 would be good. That you would know? be awesome, um, Sheila. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm shooting for. But right now I'm focusing, you know, one step at a time. And that is to completely heal from my foot. I still have a little bit of modifications on the jumping. I can't jump. I can put a lot of, you know, slams or stuff like that. I can't do. But my number one priority is to get that fully recover my foot. Rock and roll. So that's going to take a few months, but I'm heading there. Everything looks good. <laughs> well, and... Why do you think that is? Why why has everything been progressing so well? What do you attribute that to? You know, a lot of a lot of it has to do with me going to the gym. I I have to say this, I guess my priority is to go to the gym every sometimes, you know, things come up, but I know it changes me mentally, it changes me physically and emotionally. Getting into the gym is like therapy session. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, I forget about everything that's going on. Everything, everything. I focus on my breathing, on my form, on how many sets uh, Salton wants me to get done. (laughs) (laughs) And to avoid the soreness from the previous day. That's awesome. I'm going to start writing them on the board too, so you guys can see it. So I'll just tell you guys, I'm going to start writing them on the board. I, I love yes. that. That's what the gym is for me too. It is a place where I forget everything around me. Just that's my time. It's 100% my time for me. I'm like zoned into who I am, my strength, my power, my abilities, and, and how I can grow them, how I could, how, how I could get better. You're a very successful person. I know that you do well outside. Of, you have a, you have a great job. You have a great career. You've done a lot of great things, Sheila. People who have a regular, habitual, 
consistent cycle at the gym typically have same thing in other aspects of their life. I tell people this all the time. What you do on the mat is what you do in life. So what you do on the gym floor is how you work life. So if you come into the gym floor and you're focused, like you said, working, pushing, taking that time to yourself to really develop yourself to get better. Guess what? When you go to work, you're focused, you're ready, you're doing your job at the best of your ability, you're looking at ways to get better. When you're parenting, you're focused, you're aware, you're looking at ways to get better. Like what you do there is how you live your life everywhere else. And so I have noticed that most successful people have a regular cycle at the gym or something health and fitness wise that focuses, sharpens their mind and their habits. And it's, it's, a, it's an awesome thing to see it. It's a true point. It really is. And Sheila, if you don't mind, how old are you? I'm 43, about to be 44 next week. <laughs> next week. Next week. Rock and roll. Happy early birthday. So then that means you were 38 when you started working out? Yes. So for people who are hesitant because of all the obstacles and challenges they might find in their life, they're too old, um, they're too heavy, they don't know what to do, um, they have conditions, what would you... Any, any other reason that somebody might throw out there, because there's hundreds of them, what would you say to that person to get them over the hump and get them to walk into a gym? Man, there's a lot of things. But I think the main one is that when you walk into that gym, it doesn't matter what you look like, how tall you are, how dark you are, you know, what language you speak, it's the way that people make you feel in there. There's no, I have not seen any negativity in that gym at all. But people, you know, just smile at you. You work out, you high five them. They make you feel as if you knew them for a long time, as if you, you know, were best friends. And that is a big thing for people nowadays to make them change. Or sometimes somebody's struggling, lifting, and it's just like, just keep going, keep going, don't stop, you know? It's hard at one time uh, that you're, you know, you're doing a set or whatever. But if you see other people working out, it's just, you know, nice to have that smile, that hello, that hi, how you doing, I'm sore. You know, whatever the, the, the issue is, <laughs> you know, you just share it with them. Um, and it's it's really nice to feel comfortable in a place where you're just gonna go and just get your bucket every day <laughs> i want i, I asked sheila in general i want to point out because this is one of those you know those moments where we get to toot our own horn that she's specifically talking about lead the way fitness 100 that is literally our creed our motto culture of positivity win together lead from the front that is how we build our facility and she's right she's a thousand percent right that you will always feel welcome no negativity is allowed i have kicked people out personally i don't care about the money i care about the culture and i care about the people and so when we are focused in that sense team i'm telling you if you're looking for a gym if you are hesitant because you don't know where to go and you live closer near to monrovia california come on out i'm telling you come on out take a take a a day train with us, you'll see exactly what Sheila's talking about. Uh, and you, uh, I'm telling you, we we work hard to work with you. We work hard to work with you to overcome your obstacles and your struggles. 
we're going to get you to where you want to be. That's what coaching is. That's what coaching does. That's why we're not trainers. We're all trainers by profession, but we are coaches uh, through our lifestyle. So uh, I hope to see so many of you out sometime soon. Sheila, do you want to leave the crowd with anything? Just one thing. And uh, that is that when you walk into this place, you will come out a different person, but in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Meaning you will want to get back in the gym and get your butt kicked once again. <laughs> I want to keep on coming back. <laughs> Feel comfortable at a place you're going to get your butt kicked. We got to coin that. That is awesome. I appreciate that, <laughs> Sheila. Sheila, thank you so much for, for joining me on this podcast. I, I sincerely appreciate you, my friend. Um, I promise I won't let up on you, but I'll always be there for you when you need me. And so let's rock and roll. Let's keep doing it, Sheila. Happy early birthday. I'll tell you happy birthday on the same day as well. Have a great weekend. Everybody, we are on all social media platforms. We are on IG. We're on TikTok. We are on Facebook. Monrovia, California. Rancho Cucamonga, California. If you are anywhere close to those areas, come check us out. I promise you, we will do our best to help you and change the direction and the course of your life is headed. All right, with that, lead the way. Hey, this is Coach Sal with Lead the Way Fitness. If you are in the Southern California area and want to start your health and fitness journey, we are the place for you. Go ahead and check us out at leadthewayfit.com or reach out to us directly on Instagram, Facebook, even TikTok, we're everywhere. Lead the Way Fitness, we are one of a kind. Woo!